Hey y'all, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at iamcannabisativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at iamcannabisativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at iccativapod. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, Overcast, Radio Public, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes, as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing and you find yourself coming around often, please become a Patreon supporter of this podcast and support us. By supporting us, this helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to HTTPS anchor.fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash I see sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. Hey y'all. Mrs. Sativa here. Hope you guys are having a very good one. In my neck of the woods in Grassachusetts, we are getting about a foot of snow um, within the next couple of hours. So from Sunday, from Sunday, which is today, we've been getting quite a bit of snow. It's supposed to snow, I think, throughout tomorrow. And then it's supposed to stop Tuesday with when all said and done in my neck of the woods, we'll get about roughly a foot of snow so winter is hitting us hard and fast right now but um i I don't know what you're feeling in your neck of the woods but that's what we're doing that's what we're doing that's what we're getting in legal grass at chusets um the heartland of america but we're going to be talking about a place where they don't get a lot of snow today we're going to be doing an episode today about arizona and um why despite the fact that they they don't have a they're not like um they're not like california or or colorado in the sense that or oregon or washington where you have a lot of craft caregivers and craft growers and you know small time dealers or small time growers and and cultivators that have a shot at being in that industry no it's it's corporate cannabis all the way with arizona but however arizona has a corporate cannabis structure that works you know the you know this this year like we've talked about they get their their cards are going to last for two years instead of one year you know the 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 dispensaries association of arizona lobbied for that and they got it and the the lawmakers changed it so the cars will last two years instead of one they pay less than 200 dollars per ounce no more than 175 according to one thread um i i i i started on reddit some of the arizona people were telling me so i'm i'm going to talk a bit about arizona's program why despite the fact they have corporate cannabis why they have cannabis so cheap 
the average sheep, the, their cards last two years. They're going to get digital cards instead of physical ones, and um, they're they're about to get adult use pretty soon. Um, it's going to be on the ballot in 2020 through Smart and Safe Arizona, which I'm going to put a link in the show notes for you guys to support them if you live in Arizona. It's very important we get adult use passed come next year. It's wicked important. We we donate, you know, we get signatures or we tell our family members to sign it if the petition comes their, their way in their neck of the woods. Sign that petition, get this legal. But um but today's episode is just going to be about how how a corporate how you can get a corporate cannabis system that works. So this might be very pertinent to people who live in New Jersey or Pennsylvania or Ohio, where you don't really have home grow. You don't have home grow. You have these big corporations that that are providing all the cannabis and everyone, including pioneers, are squeezed out because it's so expensive and there's so much red tape. You know, in Pennsylvania, you're having flower shortages and you're not having enough supply to meet the demand is you have several hundred thousand patients in that program in just over a year. But Arizona, they, they seem for such a big cannabis state, you know, they don't have they don't have home grow and you can only home grow if you live X amount of of of, of, of miles or X amount of areas from from a dispensary, then you you get granted permission to home grow. But, you know, most people don't have that right in Arizona. So it's mostly these big cannabis corporations providing all the cannabis. You know, it just from my my from my sort of surface level research, it seems like Arizona's program is like a is is an actualized Florida's program because Florida it's is these big cannabis companies that are going to run things. You know, and once their market fully matures, because Arizona has been going at this since 2010. And I think their first dispensary is open in 2012 or something like that. So they've had they've had seven years of experience of medical marijuana dispensaries, whereas a lot of these a lot of these East Coast states have just started in the past three, four years. But Arizona is a very mature medical market. And, you know, this is what this is what Florida can hope to in the future, you know, when they get even more dispensaries up and running. Um because you have all these big companies like True Leaf, Sutera, um, Grow Healthy, um, Cura Leaf. It's just, it's a big cannabis. And like Arizona, you don't have statewide decrims. So, you know, these dispensaries sort of have a monopoly on things in a sense. But I do think that Arizona provides guidance for people in these East Coast states that have just gotten medical that are that still charge an arm and a leg for the patients. So they do have an actualized big cannabis system. So if you must have corporate McDonald's weed, Arizona is a place in, in the way they do it is the way to do it. So I'm going to go into this thread. All right. So let's, let's read it and sort of analyze it. So I started this thread yesterday. Because I, again, I like to take a long view with this stuff. I like to... I like to tie things that are going on around the world and around the country to our cannabis struggles in our neck of the woods, in our state, our country, our municipality, because it's all very much interconnected. So here's a thread I started. 
Big Cannabis Done Right and how Arizona provides cheap cannabis for its patients compared to the East Coast. Howdy, y'all. I live in Massachusetts, and I've been advocating for medical cannabis for over three years. Despite having adult uses in MMJ, we still pay over $325 an ounce. How did Arizona manage to have such a great program? Two-year cards, sub-$200 ounces, lots of selection compared to the East Coast minus Maine. We folks on the East Coast could really use advice. I'd love to check out any resources y'all know of and edu- educate myself on the system. <laughs> so, Arizona, so according to one um, poster, Arizona is not really required to test their their cannabis. So, in reality, you don't really know what you're getting, and so that lowers the prices. So, I mean. Perhaps as these as these young programs like like New Jersey, who's a very their their program is very beleaguered. Um, they they only have seven dispensaries. They're charging four hundred per ounce, and and they were the state that had to do this feasibility plan to help reduce prices. Um, I don't know if that's really gonna work because you're just gonna create more red tape and more bureaucracy. You know, um, it's 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 misguided. Uh, it's a feel good measure that that Murphy feels might help, but I don't really feel will. You know, I, I it's one of those a road to hell is filled with good intentions sort of measure. If I'm to be, if I'm to keep it one hundred here, but but yeah, they 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 don't really lab test their cannabis in Arizona. Um, perhaps New Jersey or Pennsylvania could have like a sort of could have like a grace period um as we talked about with 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 maine and their adult use they're having a grace period with their with their vendors doing all the testing so they're only going to do some of the tests for the very beginning of adult use and then they'll phase it in throughout 2020 perhaps these while these states are trying to are trying to play catch up and get up and running like 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 especially Jersey with only seven dispensaries and they're adding tens and thousands of patients to the rolls every month, but you don't have enough to meet demand. You don't have home girl there. Um, this is what they can hope for. Maybe, maybe instead of these feasibility plans, wave testing for a temporary period of time, wave testing for 18 months or something until more dispensaries open and until, the the price per unit goes down and becomes feasible wave testing perhaps maybe that's what they can do wave testing have a wild wild west cannabis scene allow home grow you know allow craft cannabis allow people to ho- to sell their home grows to dispensaries that's that's one way you can you can make a reform in my estimation but here's another comment Exactly. It's cheap because it's a McDonald's corporate version of weed. It's way worse than the shit I used to get before the dispensary was around. This stuff has chemicals, smells bad, burns bad, tastes worse. These labels don't tell you jack shit compared to other strains. They just show you one nice flower and sell you a dried up old bag one from the back. The last sentence is kicker. Fuckers show me top shelf shit Snoop would get giddy over. Then I get home to sinewy shit. See, that's that's the problem with Harvest and their pre-packaged flour. Got me some Mac from them on Thanksgiving because the bud on the shelf looked amazing. 
looked into the bag and got what I considered to be popcorn nugs. Should have just went with the GS that I wanted. So, another comment talking about Harvest. So, top tier 280. The only one that I've gotten into so far. And it just crumbles. Alright, I, I still would rather have $280. I, I still want that option of paying $280. Even if I'll get seats. Even if I wanted to get a, a, a dispense a legal MMJ dispensary ounce I don't think I can get 280 even with my hardship discount I don't think there are any places I can get under 200 on a regular basis I think um, Mayflower Medicinals is, is the exception they do do $200 ounces but again that's having me having to go all the way to the city to get that deal you shouldn't have to go all the way to the city to get your medicine you know, we wouldn't we wouldn't say that this was acceptable for, you know, CVS. You know, we wouldn't be okay with just one CVS per county. Like that'd be that'd be, you know, there'd be riots over that. Rightfully so. As of right now, this is true. I know a few dispensaries that test all their products or require testing to go with the medicine they carry. This is not required by law, so much as a policy that the dispensary itself has. The new regulations will require testing as of 2020. This will be something that AZ DHS will start looking for compliance-wise here come this come next year. The regulations will require digital access to MMJ cards and the two years that we now receive for our cards. I know specifically of Trumped, Harvest, Urban Greenhouse, Debbie's, all require testing for their dispensaries. As far as grows go, I know again that turned Camp Verde Grow, Mohave, High Grade, Royal Choice Farms all have testing done. Harvest has testing on hand for patients to see should they choose and they should have all testing for all products, edible, concentrate flour, etc. And here's another interesting theory from Camp Youth. I think a couple reasons is that a lot of what goes on in Arizona is modeled after California. And here's a fun factoid. And I've, I've, I've talked about this before on this broadcast. Arizona in 1996 legalized, legalized medical marijuana the same exact year in the same exact election cycle as... Um, as as California, they did look it up, but um, their their government their government decided to check it out and not go through with, with legalization, so it didn't end up happening. So the people of Arizona, the people of Arizona, fourteen yeah fourteen years later had to had to vote on it again in twenty ten, and that was a much much closer vote than the other one. It was. I think it only passed by 50.1%, but look at that. Although it barely passed, they have one of the one of the largest medical marijuana programs in the country. They have they have I think over 200,000 patients. They have 100 dispensaries across those 200,000. And again, they're paying they're paying not more than 175 per ounce. 
But then again, they're not testing their product. So you don't know what you're really getting a lot of the time. But, but yeah, that's, that's a, but yeah, that's an interesting sort of theory that they're modeling after California. But I just thought I would tell you guys that factoid. They did legalize in 96 at the same year, in the same exact year Cali did, but it, it got negated and canceled, you know, cause the lawmakers sort of chickened out. But I learned that I learned that from the from the roll up from Leafly. So shout out to that to to the folks at Leafly for dropping that knowledge. But let me continue. I think a couple of reasons is that what goes on in Arizona is modeled after California. We don't have a beach, but it is still considered the West Coast. We also have cheap land, affordable housing, and it's summer majority of the year. Therefore, we get a lot of sun-grown or greenhouse flower. On another note, Californian things are starting to be more widely accepted in the neighboring states. Also, taking after California a lot, the volume is here as well. Phoenix is the sixth largest city in the country. Maricopa County is one of the fastest growing counties in the nation. Just some of the reasons I can think of off the top of my head so there you've got it um so and then the last comment um is the one guy saying that he doesn't pay more than 175 per ounce i would kill for that that's those are our prices for half ounces in, in massachusetts for medical um i there was a time i paid i think maybe 175 or 200 for popcorn an ounce of popcorn dogs or an ounce of like some trim there's some trim and popcorn nugs, but that's that's the only time I pay that little, you know. Otherwise, it's three twenty-five an ounce in this state. But as 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 you guys have known, I've I've sort of been boycotting the MMJ dispensaries in the past few months, and I've only been buying from my main caregiver. You know, you can't beat a hundred and twenty-five per ounce or seventy per half ounce. Can't beat that. And it's made with tender love and care. I, I, I mean, I follow my, I follow my caregiver on Instagram. I know when she's growing new strains. I know when she's testing out new genetics. And I'm, I'm paying, I'm paying less than half the price than I'm, I'm paying an illegal MMJ dispensary in this state. Until this state, until this state does things like Arizona, um, okay, maybe not the no testing thing, but until, until they start making abundance of dispensaries available and, and loosen the regs, then I'm going to have to continue buying from my caregiver. I can't afford a $175 half ounce. That's too darn much. Too darn much. But um, if you're if you're in New Jersey, if you're in Pennsylvania, you know, if you're in New York and big cannabis and florida too and big cannabis rules a day this is probably the best people can hope for you know i mean perhaps perhaps states should just waive testing in, in states like like pa and 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 new jersey maybe they should just waive testing until supply meets the demand Wave testing, allow, allow home grow, allow people to sell to dispensaries. You do that, the supply issue will be taken care of before you know it. So I hope you guys got a lot out of this episode. Um, I've, I've always wanted to sort of know why Arizona's cannabis was so cheap. 
Um, now, now you, you guys are educated with that, with that knowledge along, alongside with myself. So now, now we all know why Arizona's cannabis is a lot cheaper than a lot of other states. Now we know the secret and we've all learned together and, um, hopefully we learn together even more, um, in future episodes. Hope to do more episodes to inform you and, um, peace out and stay safe. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are a few ways that you can do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for housing and equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www dot patreon dot com slash ic sativa podcasts you can also support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month if you are feeling extra generous we have five dollar and above tiers additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave me a voice message on anchor you can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash i am cannabis sativa podcast and click the send voice message button, and I may just play it on a future episode. You can also call and leave a voice message at the phone number 617-466-9389. That is 617-466-9389, and I may just play it on a future episode. If you are in need of some good CBD products, you can also check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp products. You can check them out by checking out this link, um, www.bit.ly slash 33FKRV9. And you can try the following coupon codes. Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, and 15% sign off cbd and you can use those codes to get a discount on various cbd products on their website and if you are looking to get inexpensive cbd flour delivered to your door quickly and cheaply in new england check out bostonhempire.com where you can get frequent sales on cbd flour and other products such as tinctures and edibles as well too boston hempire will get you cheap CBD flour delivered to your door in New England and the rest of the United States for a very, very good price. And I highly recommend their products too. Feel free to enter the URL https colon slash slash shop dot com slash question mark ref equals d scotland. Peace out and ciao.